0: Welcome to Hip Hop Movie Club, the show that harmonizes the rhythm of hip hop with the magic of movies. Today we're discussing Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, the first of the current animated Spider-Man films that started coming out in 2018. We are three old heads who put their old heads together to vibe on these films for you. I'm Dino Wright, podcaster, filmmaker, longtime hip hop fan, and Midnight Marauders by A Tribe Called Quest is in my top 10 favorite albums of all time.
1: I'm JB, 80s and 90s nostalgia junkie, longtime hip hop fan, and I had the 78 inch vinyl of Jam On It by Nucleus, which is still one of my all time
2: favorite songs. I'm Boogie, a DJ, longtime hip hop fan, and I'm not watered down, so I'm dying of thirst. In this episode,
0: we'll answer the question Is Into the Spider Verse a hip hop film? And we'll give you five key takeaways to make you a smarter hip hop movie fan. <laughs> Takeaway number one. The movie is a feast for the eyes with some sweet animation. Takeaway number two, the movie features multiple elements of hip-hop. Takeaway number three, Miles Morales is introduced to the casual superhero fan. Takeaway number four, alternate spider characters charm the viewer. Takeaway number five, the soundtrack is loaded with a diverse mix of hip-hop.
1: Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse is an animated superhero film featuring Miles Morales as he becomes the new Spider-Man and joins forces with other Spider-People from various parallel universes to save his universe from the Madman Kingpin. All right. I was very happy that we did this film. What a great time. Uh, Let's break it down in certain aspects of, of what we saw here. First of all, I found it very visually stimulating and appealing. Um, Boogie, you want to take us through, like, what, what were some of the visual aesthetics that makes this movie
2: special? Sure. I mean, the colors were amazing. It was so such a vibrant film. I mean, it was so such beautifully crafted. I mean, it, it would go um, from feeling like it was completely computer-generated at times to feeling as mm-hmm. if you're actually reading a comic book which I always think is dope. I always love seeing, even in live action films, when they switch over to a comic book layout. It's such a cool thing for me. Um, And I also like how at times it feels almost like you're watching a 3D movie. Um, And I also like how, because they're going into different um, multiverses of sorts you see that like, there's glitches that happen throughout the film and every time a glitch pops up i think it's probably one of the coolest things i've ever seen on a film and it's just like so cool <laughs> but i, I always like you know the vibrant colors and those aspects so i think that's those are probably the things that pop out for me
1: right on is that all right what do you think
0: it's a gorgeous film i know it's animated and you can make it this way, but it really is gorgeous. Uh, and it doesn't overplay the comic book parts. I think it uses it really well in some areas for emphasis and to provide color in the scene. Um, you know, storytelling color and not like actual color. So sometimes you see word balloons and sometimes you see uh, more stylized versions that you would see in a comic book in their, in the actual flow of the story. And so it's really great. i it's so fun to watch, and this is maybe the third or fourth time I've seen it. It's so good.
1: I couldn't agree more. I, I call it a festival for the senses. It's just you become really engaged with it. Um, Spider-Man movie with modern anim- animation techniques and technology is just a genius concept. So like you both hinted at, there are different techniques. They have frames. They have panels at times, and it gives you the sense that it's printed art like the comic book. Uh, there are parts where it, it looks like a 3d movie without the glasses. And that's intentional. Uh, I was yeah. watching some commentary that director put out there and, and they call it chromatic aberration,
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, which is a new term that I, I learned. It sounds like you knew that one day. <laughs> yep. So yeah, the glitching is cool. Cause then you can see how they move in and out of the other dimensions or universes. Um, it's a very nostalgic feel because of the panels and comic quotes in the dialogue boxes. Very well done.
2: Yeah. yeah. I think one of the things too, I'm oh, sorry, but how, how they keep recap, how they recap the origin. <laughs> they made it, they showed it the, the comic book cover and it's like, it's flipping through pages and then it shows actual, um, the scenes from some of the live action movies done in the animation. It's like, all right, that was kind of cool.
1: <laughs> yeah. um, there's the part where Miles Morales is reading through the comic book, is because his hands are sticking to the page, and he's like, "Well, like, kind of what's happening next?" It's telling the story as he's living it, which is kind of neat. But you're right; they do each a lot of the several characters recap it. Peter Parker in the beginning, and then um, you know Spider Gwen talks about her origin story, and it's very similar, et cetera, because they're living parallel lives.
0: It's very much like cutting and scratching, like turntables, but instead of turntables, they're like. The film reels, so you get that nice mix, and it's very hip
1: hop. Great analogy, yeah. Good segue too. So we deem this a hip hop movie, and now we have to explain why. So <laughs> Boogies are resident expert on all the different elements of hip hop, and uh you want to break it down as to like where do we see each of the elements of hip hop in
2: this film, and how? Yeah, sure. I mean, like I-, I tell people, like they made this movie, they made this one for the culture. Yeah. Seriously, hands down. They were like, yo, we got to do something for the heads that love hip-hop and read comic books. It's really, yeah, it's really for kids, but they really made it for us. Yeah, they did. They definitely did. <laughs> but, um, yeah, just to get a little to delve into it, I mean, like, it definitely has a hip-hop soundtrack. I mean, you hear the music throughout the film. Um, you see uh, in the beginning... You know, as Miles is sketching, he's kind of going along with some of the lyrics. So, you know, you could tell he's a he's an appreciator of the culture and he participates actively. Um, he's sketching um, some graffiti. He actually goes out and creates a burner, a la Beach Street, um, where they sneak into where the, you know, subway where, you know, trains over by where the trains were were parked at. But they con- instead of putting it on an actual train car, um, his uncle, Aaron, shows him where a wall where he can actually create a burner. And this is prior to him getting bitten by the radioactive spider. Uh, and when Miles is not sure of himself and if he actually fits into this whole Spider-Verse of sorts, he finally embraces the, the fact that, you know, I can do this and I'm I'm, I'm one of them and I want to help. And he he finally dons his Spider-Man suit and his logo is tagged. He, I was like, yo! <laughs> Even with yeah. like the spot it's like dripping. I'm like, yo, that was kinda how how they did that. Mm-hmm. Um so we see those. And then um just Miles in his everyday um his everyday wear when he's not in his um school uniform, he's very reminiscent of of you know people who participate in the culture. He's got his hoodie on, he's got his flight um like jacket, workers jacket on, and he's sporting his classic throwback Air Jordan ones. My favorite sneakers of all time. I was like, yes, for the culture.
1: Yes, yeah, so
0: It's good a- with a uh, uniform, high school uniform too. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so we got the music, the hip hop that's played throughout. Uh, he's singing "Sunflower," which is a um, collab between Sway Lee, half of Ray Drummer and Post Malone, right at the beginning and. Uh, he play. He sings that throughout. They play Biggie Smalls' "Hypnotized," which is like, yeah. whoa! I can't believe that's in a Marvel film. In the intro, like the seminal scene where he gets bitten, they're doing that mashup of the Black Sheep's "Choice Is Yours," Sugar Hill Gang's "Apache," and then afterwards they're doing "Mary Mary" by Run DMC, which is very well done.
2: Yeah, that whole scene is so well done.
1: Yeah. You mentioned sneaker culture too, so yeah. Um, It had a lot of those elements. Sure,
0: you can even see some of the some b boy flavor in the choreography. There's a lot of jumping around and flying around stuff, and they're very true. You can can trace some lines between, you know, break dancing and how they move.
1: Yeah, and you get to. I was gonna say you know uncle Aaron is was old head too and so is uh Jeff miles father because when they take some when you take them down to do the burners your dad used you know we used to come out here this is how we so that was their form of expression back in the day and then your dad got into the police force uh, he was, yeah. Aaron was telling him so it's kind of like all right that that was our our generation yeah yeah
2: it's like that all right it was so it's so funny that you mentioned the the movements um in, in comparing them to break dancing because Spider Man was always one of my favorite characters. Um, when I used to draw back in the day, he was always one of my favorite characters to draw. And it was always because he was in these weird, crazy poses that looked like he mm-hmm. was breakdancing. So we yep. said that, it was like, oh my God, yes, yes, yep. <laughs> yes. Yep.
0: Especially in the 90s, early or late 80s, 90s, when uh, Todd McFarlane took over Spider Man and exactly. he really pushed the boundaries of what his body shape was doing. So, uh huh. Yeah.
2: His back would be arched, one leg would be over here. He yep. can getting way down here with his arms way up mm-hmm.
0: there. It was you know, pushed <laughs> to extremes and it really worked and he spawned a lot of copycats. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no pun so, intended. Yeah. So Miles Morales is uh, the protagonist and he's very likable. You see him in a kind of vulnerable state, how he's singing along with his headphones and. You know, he doesn't know the lyrics, so we, we like him right away, and he's rushing to get ready for school and everything. And I just thought it was so cool that you have a, a teen that's um, half African American, half Puerto Rican, and he is the protagonist. So we we haven't seen that. We I don't think we've ever really seen seen that. So it, it was nice to see the diversity. Um, so Boogie, you you are again a resident kind of superhero fan as well, more so than. Than, than the rest of us so you know miles morales miles morales where he first appeared um in the marvel universe
2: you know it's funny because it, i don't know if i remember when he first appeared he just kind of popped up yeah this <laughs> <I'm, "Where> <laughs> guy come from <laughs> yeah that was but it was so cool because i remember like when I, when I first came across him i didn't come across him as the young kid i came across him um uh, much more mature um, and season as Spider Man, and I was like, well, he's got to show somewhere, you know, show where he came from. But I, but I think the cool thing was, like you said, pointing out that you know he has the Afro Latino thing going on, and it was such a cool um, concept because I mean, Spider Man is you know about as American as apple pie, mm-hmm. <laughs> and here they take one of the, the the flagship characters from Marvel, and you know make him look like me. <laughs> I, mean, yeah. I used yeah. to have my hair like that back back when I was in high school. The same kind of, I mean, granted, mom probably wasn't as as big as his, as Miles Morales' is, but I wore my hair like that in high school. So I was like, wow, this is kind of cool. And like the tagging and, the, you know, just appreciating of the music and just the dress and the culture, the flavor, everything was there. Um, but yeah, I guess he just kind of popped up for me. I'm not really sure exactly when he hit the scene. It's just like when I saw it, I was like, "Wow, this is cool!" And I just kind of embraced it. And then when I heard that uh, they were doing an animated, um, the animated movie, and he was going to be the protagonist in it, I was like, "Wow, this is kind of cool." And then I remember JB, you told me that you, you saw it. You know, he was telling me how good it was. I was like, "Oh my god, I got, it. I, I want to see it so bad." Then I finally yeah. saw it, and my mind was blown. <laughs> like watching it, watching it, you know prior to this recording was like watching it for the first time, even though I knew what was going to happen. It felt yeah, those same feelings were there mm-hmm. as if I just watched it.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's that good. I mean, so I, I did uh, some research uh, in full, full disclosure about Miles Morales. Cause I was curious. Um, so he first appeared in ultimate comics, the actual comic book, fallout number four, which was published in August of 2011. Uh-huh. But, but that, yeah. So he's, fairly recent um yeah
0: there's a storyline the the ultimate storylines peter parker dies and then he's the new spider-man so
1: right so marvel as a whole has done a lot of great things with diversity you know within the past decade or so you know when you see the marvel the mcu um,
0: i mean even the last you
1: know stan lee yeah yeah
0: he he was he was always about inclusion.
1: You're right, you're right. I mean, Black Panther, you have uh, Miss Marvel, who's Pakistani-American. Um, mm-hmm.
2: from Jersey City.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's right. I mean, even just, you know, Captain Marvel having uh, the female superhero uh, in the MCU, you know, because, you know, there's always Wonder Woman out there in the DC side. But, like, yeah, there's just a lot more diversity and inclusion out there. Yeah. So, so people can, a lot of people can relate to it because, you know, for years and years, it was your white male superheroes. Um, and not relatable to, to a lot of folks. Right. Yeah. So we, we get to see uh, some of these other spider people from <laughs> other universes. Uh, you well, you want to take us to which ones we saw, and who? Which one do you like best out of those?
2: Sure. I mean, we have uh, Spider Gwen, who's uh, Gwen Stacy from the, from another um, universe. Her best friend was Peter, who actually was killed, and she took on the mantle as, as a Spider person in her universe. You have Penny Penny uh, Parker from the future. Um, she uh, is the daughter of Peter and has the robot. I guess, tech suit um, type Spider-Man that accompanies her and they're they're telekinetically connected. Um, We have Spider-Ham, Peter Porker, (laughs) one of my old favorites from back in the day. Me too. And we have Spider-Man Noir, who is, he's got that nostalgic detective look about him. And he's always in black and white. (laughs) It's like the coolest thing. (laughs) No matter what color around him, he's black and white.
1: <laughs> like a 1930s detective, I think was his. Yeah, he,
2: yeah, thing.
0: Rorschach from Watchmen. <laughs>
2: exactly, Rorschach from Watchmen. Yeah, or the Shadow, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah. So what, do you have a favorite Buggy out of all
2: those so characters? I'm, I'm torn. I'm torn. So, like I said, I remember Spider ham from way back in the day, and I think I actually do have. I actually do have some comic books that feature him. Um so he's always been a favorite of mine and it was so cool to finally see him see him animated. Um but like that that black and white detective um get up always gets me too cuz I watched a lot of Dick Tracy and you know those mm-hmm. old black and white detective movies so Spider-Man noir always kind of gravitated towards me as well. Um, and I like the way he talks as well, so he's got that cool vibe about him. But I'm like <laughs> kind really of between those two, uh, and, but I mean, no disrespect, Penny. Penny is is nice, but those those two, I'm like, you know, I gravitated towards right away.
1: <laughs> yeah, Tyler kind of Ray, right. How about yourself?
0: Definitely Spider Ham, because I <laughs> I do had you know some Spider Ham comics back in the day. You know, I was big in the Marvel comics in grade school and high school, so. I read spider ham whenever I could. <laughs> it's,
2: uh, it's so <laughs> it's good. It's a giant mallet.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs>
2: <It's> so random.
1: <laughs> so for myself, as a, as a bit of a Japanophile and 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 liking anime style, I like Penny Parker. She's my favorite, and she's she's from the year thirty one forty five. So it's just cool that she's from the future, and has that telepathic abilities um so yeah i I like her just the styling of her the way she talks like yeah she was really funny it's really 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 cool but you can't go wrong with any of those characters not at at all yeah yeah that was really cool so let's dive into the soundtrack we talked about some of the songs the old school type songs that were featured in it um the jam that I really love was "What's Up, Danger." I love that one. That really got me hyped. That was by I'm not too familiar with the artists Blackaway and Black Caviar do that song. That's the scene when Miles kind of really comes of age as Spider-Man and talking about the leap of faith that Peter Parker told him he's going to have to take, and he just um, yeah uh, bears down and, and just goes for it. Mm-hmm. I love that scene. It's really
0: complimentary. The The soundtrack, you know, all the elements worked in this movie and the soundtrack and the score really, really complimented each other. Uh, you know, even the soundtrack is more modern artists that I'm not totally familiar with, even <laughs> even four years, five years later. But, you know, the score has a lot of old school stuff for heads like us. And like you said, that, um, you know, that very uh, impactful scene where he comes of age, and you know the music, music really works. So it didn't really, kind of didn't really matter. Like I didn't know the song, or like the song really worked for that moment. It so it's really great.
2: Yeah, that it was worked, well done. Definitely worked for that scene.
1: I mean, the, the most memorable track that people remember is the Sunflower song, which was again the collab between Post Malone and Sway Lee mm-hmm. at the very beginning. It's played throughout. That got a lot of airplay on top forty radio. Um, but there's also uh, some songs by the late Juice World. Um mm-hmm. Coy LeRae has mm-hmm. a song, Jaden Smith as well. And the, the one Nicki Minaj has a collaboration called Familia with Bantu Anwell AA. I'm not too familiar with some of those other artists, but I did that that was a catchy song, the one Familia. In fact, uh we went old school with this, and I rented the DVD, and I think Donna Wright did as well. And they had, uh you could watch the music videos for for that Familia song as well as the Sunflower song with with the lyrics, and they were well
0: done. Yeah, they do a lyrics video. Yeah,
1: nice. It's a great soundtrack, though overall, like every yeah. song, you're like nodding yeah. your head too.
2: Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely makes you nod your head. I mean, like you said, it's not a lot of, not a lot of Artists on here that I'm familiar with. I mean, there's there's a few. I mean, obviously Nicki Minaj and
0: mm-hmm.
2: Lil Wayne, Ty Dolla Sign, Vince, Vince Staples, World, uh, Vince Staples, Cordae, Jaden Smith, Corda Ray, Post Sway, you know Sway Lee, and the late um, Triple X Station. Like, I'm familiar with those guys, but there's some some some. There's a good vibe going on with this soundtrack and. I'll add it to my playlist right away.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah so So uh, Biggie's not on the soundtrack, but they do play the Yeah, they left the old school tracks
0: off. They left the old school tracks out. Track
1: that track out. out. That yeah. other mashup was just. Probably-
0: we already have them anyways. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. 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 They made this. They made the soundtrack for the younger generation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they want to sell it. They want to sell an album. Mm-hmm. And, you know, yeah current stuff.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: I was looking a little bit at the cast also. Um, Spider-Man Noir was played by Nicolas Cage. I didn't realize that at first.
0: Yep. They got a lot of big time people for this.
1: Big time yeah. voice actors. Yeah. John Mulaney did Spider-Ham's voice mm-hmm. and uh, Liv Schreiber for Kingpin.
0: <laughs> Chris Pine. Yeah. And Lily Tomlin and Liv Schreiber and Zoe Kravitz. Holy crap. It's a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Catherine Hahn, Marisha Ali, like he won an Oscar.
2: Yeah, he's super talented. I, it's like i look at it, like all of the names. i like I recognized all of these names. Mm-hmm. Like I was like, wow, that's crazy. <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: yeah, it was a big yeah. budget, big budget film between the technology, the animation, um, and uh, the voice acting, etc. I think they spent like ninety million, if I read it correctly, but they made. Well more than that three right. to, sure three yeah. to four hundred million in that range uh, yeah in, in box office revenues yeah um, Stanley Lee has his appearance it as selling the suit, which is a nice touch he's always in yeah. the films this is one of his last ones I would think yeah
0: yeah. yeah, and cool. uh, if you watch the special features in the DVD they go through there's multiple Stan Lee appearances in this in this film, so it's it's fun. I, I <laughs> missed them all, like except for like the the main scene he's in, but yeah, yeah. he's sprinkled out.
1: Yeah. out <laughs> that's cool. I love when they do that. Yeah, I always try to pick him out in a lot of the other Marvel, um, the animated movies. I remember like Big Hero Six and a few yeah. others where I'm like, oh, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Stan Lee yeah. I
2: mean, with- Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. I was looking like there's a couple of um voices in this that are actually in the MCU they are entering in, they're either in the MCU or going to be entering to, into the MCU. Like Haley Stamp Seinfeld is yep. the, the current Hawkeye, you know, That's right. Oscar Isaac. Um yeah. uh, Moon Knight.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Marshall Ali Blade. <laughs> You know, we've yes. seen Nicholas Cage is not in the MCU, but we've seen him as Ghost Rider. True. Catherine Bond yeah, Mar- yeah. is in um, she's um, a lesser, um heartless from, she was in uh, WandaVision. <laughs> it's like, wow. It's, like, mm-hmm. it's crazy. That's <laughs> just like, wow. So you guys are all in with Marvel. <laughs> yeah. Great cast, great cast. Even Lily Tomlin, Aunt May.
0: <laughs> she was wow. a great Aunt May. She was. She was really <laughs> terrific.
2: But shout out to Lily Tomlin, the legendary Lily Tomlin.
1: <laughs> I love when she has all those spider people, like you know, that she's storing. She just she's, she just nods her head, like come on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: Yeah,
2: she's, she's yeah, seen it she was all. Down. She was definitely down. Yeah, <laughs> I, got, I got it. I got something for you. Mm-hmm. So yeah, <laughs> right. yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean we're not going to get really much into the plot, but I remember when I I was not a big comic book fan. So I don't know a lot of the backstory. When I realized that uh, uncle Aaron was prowler, I was like, Whoa, <laughs> like plot twist there. Yeah. And I rewatched it again. It's like, it's, it's, it's a little bit more obvious where you can, you can, you can see, but yeah, the clues uh, I was there. like, I yeah. was,
2: I was like blown away by that at first, my first time. Yeah. I think after the record, I think I'm going to watch the second one.
0: <laughs> yeah. I never actually got to the other one. So
2: ha- have you, you seen see the second one them? yet? Boogie? You know what's odd is that I wanted to go see it in the theaters, and yeah. something kept coming up every time I wanted to go, so I never got to see it. But it's on. I'll, it's I'll, it's, it's, I'll it's
1: on some it. streaming service now. Yeah. yeah, I saw it in the theater because my son makes sure that we see it. We uh, sort sort of when they first come out. It was good. I prefer the first one um, yeah. because it's hard to top this one, the original, and the the music I think is better than this first one. But it's it's really good. I mean, the animation is is incredible
0: it's really yeah. good it's just it's really, and i watched yeah. the first time on a plane and so you mm-hmm. have it that good in a tiny little screen on a plane tells mm-hmm. you something
2: yeah so i can't wait till i can't wait till my son is old enough to drag me to the movies <laughs> yeah. right now he's like he doesn't do it yet <laughs> yeah right now he's not he's not into it yet i mean he'll, he'll watch a movie at home but he's not into the movie theater experience yet but once he is, and I'll I'll, I'll definitely have a, a reason to stay on top of everything. Because right now I'm so I'm so behind on everything.
1: <laughs> yeah, so my daughter's the opposite. My daughter will come with us to see it, but she, I think she fell asleep during the second one. that cross the spider. She's just not into it. Um, not her thing. Not, not her thing. That's right. fine. That's fine. But uh, yeah, Th- this this was excellent. Yeah, so maybe maybe we broke some ground here. We can, you know, do some more films that have a lot of these hip hop elements. What I'm hearing is the newer Transformers has a lot of hip hop from the nineties because of uh where it takes place the time frame and um something like that. Um so yeah there's there's so much we can dig into.
2: Yeah. I mean there's definitely appreciators of the culture that are involved yeah. in the filmmaking industry. So it's good to see them, you know, give a nod. <laughs>
1: Anything else to add on the Spider-Man to the Spider-Verse? Go see it.
2: Go, go see, see it. Well. Yeah, I don't even think yeah, we have to go it. around.
1: Go <laughs> I don't think we have to go around and do the review. We are glowing uh, yeah. here. Yeah. Uh, glowing <laughs> reviews. Yeah.
0: Keeping it, it. We are
2: vault. Yeah. F- What's a vault? A funky flick. <laughs> it's a vault. This thing is always back in the game. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's
0: not. <laughs>
1: should stay in constant circulation circulation yeah For real yeah
2: like, i'm such a fan of the movie went out and got this guy <laughs>
1: uh there it is
0: boogie hold that up again tell the people it's
2: yeah it's, it's uh,
0: miles morales into the spider verse one
2: yeah, one sixth scale
0: one wow
2: yeah, I mean it looks so realistic it's cra- Well not even realistic, it looks so much like the Ice Cream cartoon But I'm not even going to go <laughs> into it too much But yeah, he's in there Got a spray painted Spider logo Oh nice he's Got different heads that you put on One with the mask, without the mask The only thing I don't like is that he doesn't have Jordans He's got bubbles he <laughs> <I> got bubbles <laughs> <laughs> it works though
1: so. Yeah well, you said there's a there's a spray can in there at the bottom. I saw,
2: right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. there's a spray yeah. can in there. Yeah, there's one right here at the bottom. Yeah, that's cool. Oh nice. There you go. Yeah, he's got the colour book, <laughs> different hand poses. Yeah, and if I open it up, he's got the actual, um, the hoodie, the jacket, the shorts, um, that he wears, and throughout the cartoon as well. But yeah, it's pretty cool. Oh yeah, okay. this is the back there, yeah, you know. Kind of shows them.
1: Sweet.
0: That's really cool. The
2: face yeah. looks just like the cartoon, it's crazy.
0: Yeah. 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 It, it, the technology's improved so much.
2: Really did.
1: So you remember yeah. we when we watched the Bismarck E documentary, we talked about he was a big toy fanatic and he had a bunch of toys. I think we would, sh- boogie, we would been sharing some Instagram posts. You know, remember Kwame from the nineties? He's like a oh, big God, toy yes. guy. Yeah. Yeah. He has, has his, he has his own <laughs> toy uh, show where he will order like a new toy, and most are hip hop mm-hmm. themed, and, and he'll like unbox them or show unbox them. It, yeah. 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 So I, I've been watching some of his stuff lately. He's the man we all know and love, yeah. Kwame. <laughs> yeah,
2: big into it. Yeah. He goes to the actual conventions too.
1: Yes. And he went to like wow. a, a
2: yeah. spooky
1: Halloween one, like Monster Fest or something to that effect. And then. Yeah, he's he's a good follow on on Instagram.
2: I can't wait to like one day I'll have him out on display, but right now it's not optimal, so I'm just keep him in the box.
0: <laughs> good plan.
2: Yeah. Since, like I got lucky. I mean, this thing will set you back a few, set you back a couple hundred and some change. Ooh. <laughs> but I got it for free. Ooh, there you go. I remember pretty- you
1: saying that there there was a promo promotional thing. Online yeah. or something,
2: yeah. Yeah, Hot Toys. Yeah. Ah. And uh, they, there's a couple of companies, like they were having, like throughout the year they would have these different contests and you can get points and different promotions We you can just stack points. So I stacked up all of these points and then one day they were like, well, if you don't lose your points, you're going to lose them. So I went <laughs> online and just I said, all right, I got a few hundred dollars worth of points and I ordered him. Boom. <laughs> <Nice. laughs>
1: Good choice. Nice.
0: Hip Hop Movie Club is produced by your HHMCs. JB, Boogie, and Dino Wright. Theme music by Boogie. we got two great live events coming up. You can learn more on our website, hiphopmovieclub.com. On February 28th at SteelStacks Stacks in Bethlehem, we are presenting a screening of Juice, the 1992 classic starring Tupac Shakur, Nomar Epps, and a talk back. and on March 27th we are presenting Crush Groove free tickets for both events at steelstacks.org whether you're listening to the podcast or watching us on YouTube we appreciate you thanks for tuning in
1: remember don't hate postulate ooh nice <laughs> nice